Lavender. If there's something that I am addicted to, it's definitely this good old lavender. <laughs> so hello everyone. Hello, hello, hello. I would like to introduce myself on this channel again and reacquaint myself with you all, whoever's joining today. Because why the fuck not? I don't think I've actually formally introduced myself on this channel and this is my main creative outlet. This is the main platform where I share my insights and my reflections and the things that I'm thinking about in my life. And because we are communicating through a screen, I think it's only fair it's only really fair that I actually show you more of me in a more heart-centric way because what I realise is that on YouTube, there's a lot of people on YouTube, right? And there's a lot of people sharing information, like you click on a video to find out the nugget of information. And I feel like I don't want my channel to have become something where people are just there for the info and there's no, there's no heart-based connection there. Because in this age of social media, I feel like that's, that's what social media is intended for, to connect us more. But I feel like it also has added an element of distance. And I, if whoever's watching, I don't want you to feel distant from my essence. The whole point of why I'm here is to share with you my essence, to inspire and to activate you, to help you feel more empowered, to live a creative and exciting, peaceful life. And so, yeah, I'm gonna introduce myself. So my name is Kat. And I am, at the moment, I'm 22 years old. I'm almost 23. Um, and I wish I could show you the view right now because it's very beautiful. You know what, actually? I will. I will show you. Oh, hang on. I don't know if that's that impressive on the camera, but for me, it's beautiful. It's very beautiful. There's a church over there. Maybe you can hear it. And we're just in some fields. We're just in some fields, sat on a hill, because I, I quite like it here. I like, it just has a very sacred feeling to me. Like sometimes I just go to spots in nature and it just feels really right to be there. Um, but anyways, as it stands right now, I'm 22 years old, young. <laughs> I'm half Filipino, half English, and I'm a light artist. I'm a very creative person and it is my intention to help activate people who have a creative spark within them and want to start sharing their unique essence more with the world because I do truly feel like creativity is what makes the world go round. I think it's something that is so important in this world and why I feel this deep need, this deep impulse 
to become a teacher of creativity, to help you reignite that curious and playful and enjoyable spirit inside of you that just wants to make things and wants to infuse them with love and with presence. So that's what light artistry to me is. I define it as breathing life into creative ideas that have the power to awaken other people, inspire other people, and relight other people. And that actually leads me to the name of this channel, Relight with Cat. What does this mean? What does this even mean, Catherine? That was my former channel name. But I decided to shorten it because Cat is, is, is more of a real and true embodiment of who I am at this point in time. I started receiving the nickname Cat. I've never been called Cat in my life until I went to Mexico. And a lot of the Mexican friends that I made, they just started calling me Cat. And people just started referring to me as Cat. And I quite liked it. At first I was like, hmm, this feels strange. It's like putting on a coat that's not really yours. But I ended up really liking it. So that's why I changed my channel name. Some of, I remember someone asking, why do you change the name? I don't know, it's shorter, snappier, and I feel like it's really more congruent with this expression of who I am right now. Cat. Cat, cat, cat. Meow. And... <laughs> Where was I going with this? So, that leads me to talk about my, a little bit more about my journey. My journey of creative entrepreneurship, creativity, why I'm here, why I'm even making it channel making videos which is that in 2020 in 2020 i had my awakening i had my awakening and it was a very strange time it was when the big c word was happening i can't talk about it apparently one of my youtube videos where i was talking about the beep boop um got deleted so i'm being censored <laughs> being censored got to be careful with what i'm saying now um, but yeah, I had my awakening in 2020 and it was, it, it didn't happen, it didn't happen because I intended it to happen. As with most things in life, it just kind of hit me, this wave of feeling like I feel very isolated right now. I started to feel very distant from a lot of my friendships that I had. I was still at uni at that time. And by the way, when I went to uni, I studied... Um, linguistics and social anthropology <laughs> which there's a very funny story behind that um, I didn't even intend to study that at uni I wanted to do geography and geology because I had this very fantastical idea in my mind that it would be very fun to study rocks but then I went to I love telling the story I went to one lecture and I remember very vividly I was sitting at the back of the classroom and the lecturer was talking about this thing called mineral cleavage and it was at that point where I just I remember just thinking like holy fuck I don't want to study rocks for three years like this is actually a nightmare so I was having a bit of an existential crisis at that point I rang up the university to say hello do you have any courses left like do you have anything available that I could switch over to with the grades that I have and one of the only courses that was available was linguistics and social anthropology so after looking at the course curriculum literally once and scanning it over, I was like, yeah, this sounds okay. And then I switched to that course and decided to study that 
for three years, which could have, it was the best thing that could have happened really in that situation. Um, Cause I've always been very interested in psychology, but I didn't want to study psychology because I know that when you add an element of studying something, it kind of can dilute your love for it. And I didn't want to receive any of that academic conditioning of what psychology, psychological theories there are, what models there are. I didn't want any of that external imprinting to be infiltrating my own process of learning more about the mind, learning more about people, learning more about myself and self-growth. I've always been very deeply invested in the land of, of spiritual growth. Um, and yeah, so I studied that at uni. I still laugh at that story because it just goes to show that I was already such a massive risk taker, even at that young age. Um, I was just like, fuck it, sure, I'll study that for three years and it turned out to be fine. Um, but I have not used my degree since. I honestly couldn't tell you any of the information from my degree if I tried. But it's, it's, it, went, it went in, it kind of muddled about there a little bit and then it went straight out again. So... I honestly have no, feel like I have no use for my degree at this point in time. And that's because I, I realised after leaving the academic system that it's actually a load of bullshit and that they're, they're imprinting things that they want us to know, not really allowing us to really, you know, speak about and write about what we think, but you have to write down, you know, the specific answers that they want to. And I could get into a whole tangent about that. But anyways... Towards the end of university, I, I just started to feel really distant. I was getting more and more invested in my personal development. I started finding out about spirituality. What is this spirituality thing? And I joined my first ever group course. I invested like a thousand pounds into that course and that really set me on a big initiation into the realm of spirituality and my spiritual growth. And then I, during the lockdown, I lived alone for two months. I didn't really speak to anyone apart from the cashiers at the supermarket. And I was very contented living alone. I just thought, I don't want to go home. I want to stay here in this uni house. Everyone else was panicking, going back to their families. But I thought, I'm going to stay here in Manchester, living in this house and just enjoy my own company. And that really sent me on a very big inward journey to uncover more about myself. I really, at that time, I really realized that a lot of my behaviors and my thoughts were rooted in a sense of unworthiness and, and low self-esteem. And it was a big shock to me. It was a big shock to me to find out all these different layers of, of shame and, and self-doubt that were lurking beneath the surface. Um, and I also went down all the rabbit holes if you resonate and you know what I'm talking about. I went down all the rabbit holes, you know, the dark cult that's running the world. I don't even know. <laughs> Just all that information. All that information that happens when you're going through a bit of a dark night of the soul and you're, you're finding more about the truth, the truth of reality. And so I just f felt like I've been lied to my whole life and there's all this deception going on and I just felt very disillusioned. I felt very strange and removed from the world but at the same time I was really learning more about the nature of the universe 
laws of vibration, you know, all this stuff that you get into when you first dip your toes in the spiritual waters. And then I, I went home feeling like I was a more clarified version of myself, more closer to who I actually was. And then I started to do bartending. I just found a job bartending, learned how to bartend, which was fun at the time. That was my first ever full-time job. And then I grew more and more distant from the life that I once knew in my hometown. I stopped resonating with people that I had been friends with and cared about deeply for years. And I just felt very lonely. I felt very lonely because I didn't really feel like anyone really wanted to talk to me about spiritual ideas that I wanted to share. And that's why I started my YouTube channel, really. I started my YouTube channel during the lockdown. And you can go back and watch my first video I'm still yet to go watch that video because I know I'm going to have to dissolve some layers of cringe that appear if I watch that, but also compassion. Um, you can definitely tell the energetic shift that's happened since then and my evolution since then and how my capacity as a speaker has changed and evolved since then. Um, but I wanted to speak about all these different insights that I was receiving, reflections, because I spend a lot of time reflecting, um, especially during that two months alone. I was doing a lot of reflecting, a lot of deep inner work. And yeah, so when I was bartending, um, I just realized like, this is, I don't want to do this anymore. My heart's not in this anymore. I just felt more and more distant. I felt like the world was going fucking crazy. I felt like, I felt very, uh, alone in the way that I saw things in terms of the big C word as well. Um, I didn't want to get the beep boop. I I was just frustrated with the lockdowns. I was like, why the fuck is this happening? Why can no one else see what's what's going on here? Why why is everyone just you know following along blindly with all this bullshit? And at the time, I was I was too afraid to share my my views on the matter. I was too afraid of. What if other people think I've lost the plot? What if other people think I'm really selfish or... Um, yeah, just that, that inner fear of social rejection for sharing your truth and sharing what is really true and current for you. Uh, I experienced that. Um, but in spite of all that, I decided, with all the money that I had at the time, <laughs> I had a thousand pounds and I bought a ticket to Mexico and I, off to Mexico I went. I quit my job, my full-time job bartending. Went to Mexico when everyone was saying, oh no, you can't travel at this time. I was like, fucking watch me. <laughs> watch me do it. <laughs> They're saying you're gonna get fined. Saying you're gonna get fined loads of money for traveling at that time. But it was all just, you know, the bullshit laws and I don't want to go too deep into that at this point in time. Um, but that was my first solo trip and that was a really big initiation for me. Um, I lost and let go of a lot of friendships during that time, that transition, and really started to go on this journey, a deeper journey, a pilgrimage into who am I? What am I here to create? What is out there 
And that's why I love nomadic lifestyle. That's why I love travel is because it really helps you to see what's beyond your bubble. See what lies beyond your everyday routine and your everyday comforts. And it really instills this deep sense of self-trust in yourself. So even though I was shit scared to fly across the world on my own, never traveled on my own before, got on a flight alone, that was a really beautiful opening for me to realize that firstly I can do this and that I can explore and adventure and I don't really need to have a lot of money. And so I fell in love with traveling at that point. I fell in love with traveling and I realized that, okay, well, there is a way to make things work outside of the matrix, you know, the system where it says you have to get a job, you have to pay the rent, in, and you have to spend most of the money from your job on, on the rent, and you have to do things with your life that you don't really like, and you have to follow these beep boop beep boop steps. And when I went to Mexico, I really realized that, hey, I can cultivate a lifestyle for myself here where I have so much free time to explore, to create, to, to devote myself more to my YouTube and, and making things for people to receive. And I fell in love with freedom. It's a very romantic way to put it, but I fell in love with freedom. And I've been committed to freedom ever since. Ever since. So, and then after Mexico, I returned home just for Christmas to England. That was in December. And it turns out that I have stayed. I've stayed in England since then. I met my partner at the end of my trip in Mexico. And now I'm in England traveling. And the reason I share all of this with you is because I just want to tell you right now, and the reason I, I felt very inspired to create this video, to, to, to create intimacy, is because right now, I am homeless. I am quote unquote broke. And I travel with two bags. And that's pretty much everything that I own. So I don't really own a lot of things. And I feel very inspired to share with you my story of freedom because my parents moved away to the Philippines and they sold their home. So I had to commit to um, nomadic lifestyle. I didn't really want to find another job that I wasn't really that interested in or passionate about like bartending. And I realized from my experience that I don't want to spend my currency, my time, my time is my most precious thing that I own, doing something that my heart's not in and doing something that I'm not that interested in just so I can get by and survive. And so I am very, very truly dedicated to living a creative and a free freedom lifestyle because I'm only here once I only have this existence this body once and I don't want to spend my time doing things that I don't want to do that are taking away and sucking out of me my capacity to be creative and to pour myself into something that's bigger than me and that's why Relight with Cat exists is because I want to inspire other people to do the same but even though I'm homeless right now, quote unquote broke, and 
you know, from an outside perspective, it doesn't seem like I have success as defined by externalities like society telling us, you know, you're successful if you have this kind of career, if you have this kind of house, if you have this kind of job, if you have this kind of money in your bank account, if this many people like you and follow you, by all those measures of success, success, I'm gonna put in quotations because that is a very subjective, um, it's a very subjective thing is success. And I want to remind you that you, you can redefine success for yourself. It does not have to be measured by what someone and a, a broken paradigm has told you is successful. And that's why I feel like a lot of people do not trust in their capacity to be creative and to start putting themselves out there and starting to generate wealth from creativity and their creative passions is because we're, we're told, unfortunately, that you won't be successful doing that or the chances of success are very slim for you. But from the outside looking in, it doesn't seem like I have much at all. But what this journey has really taught me, uh, and it's not been easy, it's not been easy, especially these past few months, I felt, I felt a very big destabilization from feeling like, shit, I don't have a home. My life doesn't feel like it's, it's, I don't feel very in control of my life right now. And it's those points where we don't feel very in control of life that we feel the most defeated because we've lost our capacity to have faith. But on this journey, and my commitment to living as a creatrix beyond the matrix, outside of uh, the, the pressures of that system, I can say that I, I feel liberated and I also feel very qualified to teach other people how to start living this kind of lifestyle, how to start putting themselves out there as a creative and an artist and start believing in yourself. Because if, if there's really one beautiful thing this has taught me so much is that I am always learning deeper, deeper, deeper to trust in myself and to believe in myself and to believe in my resourcefulness and to believe in my passion and to believe in my creativity, to believe in my essence and to trust very deeply in my capacity to co-create with life. And I want the same for you. I want the same for anyone that's watching this. I want you to live a creative and empowered life where you use your time to connect more with yourself, to love where you are, to love who you are, to connect with the people that you love and to create what you want. Because it's very, it's very easy to become very disillusioned by ideas and markers of success and you know what you think is gonna make you happy. And I'm gonna make a video about how denial restricts your capacity to be creative. So stay tuned for that juice. <laughs> But it's so easy to get swayed by things, thinking that, oh, this thing's gonna make me happy, or if I do this, then it's gonna be good because I'm gonna like please my family, and you know, this is what everyone else is doing around me. But 
I, I know, I know I was never meant to live a conventional life. I know I was not meant to do things the way that other people are doing them. And not for the sake of like, oh my God, I'm so fucking special. But just because I don't believe in, I don't believe in giving my time away and my power away to things that are just sapping away at my life force, to be honest. And so I want you to know, I want you to know it's so possible for you to find freedom inside of yourself and to take risks and be courageous and be daring and be bold. Because I didn't have an instruction manual to be doing what I'm doing. And just for context, by the way, after that whole rigmarole of being like, oh my God, I don't have a home to go to. I don't have any money. What am I going to do? Where am I going? My life's falling apart. That was a very big initiation into my trust in the divine, my trust in God, um, to realize that I'm always held and I'm always supported. And that has, that has been 100% true this whole time. Um, I'm now doing house sitting around England and I'm turning it into a business now. So I started to generate wealth from doing it. And that came to me through synchronicity. Um, and I've always had a place to go to. And it means that I wake up whenever I want to, really. I, unless I have to wake up early to like let the dog out that I'm looking after. Um, I get to meet really beautiful pets who teach me a lot. The current dog I'm looking after, she teaches me a lot about love because I was getting, I had a resistance to her. Um, she's a puppy and she's quite a lot of energy and I just felt quite, oh, okay. And she was really testing me because she'd bite me quite hard and nibbling and like really, really um, a lot of energy. Uh, but she's taught me a lot about patience. She's taught me a lot about patience and taught me a lot about love. So on my travels now, I get to be taught so much by these lovely pets. And yeah, I've gotten to stay in some really beautiful homes and I have all this free time to take it easy and to really take care of myself. Um, to go out in nature when I'm walking the dogs or like now I could just go whenever I want and sit on the hill and, and create. And that's why I have very resourcefully cultivated this kind of lifestyle for myself, even though it involved a lot of risk. It involved a lot of risk, it a lot, involved a lot of courage, because I know that it's very comfortable to like have this job and have this home to go to and you know, everything's la-di-da lovely in its place as it should be and you're doing the same thing every day and you know what you're doing. Um, but I opt out of that and I choose to have a life that is full of colour and vibrancy and you know I I really prioritise being inspired being inspired by life and I just can't feel very inspired when I'm doing the same thing every day around the same people in the same environment it just isn't as stimulating for me to receive new insights receive new reflections and to honestly just be taking care of myself because what this lifestyle allows me to do is is to have so much time to pour into creativity and to reflect and to enjoy my life and take it easy and really spend a lot of time doing the inner work, you know, loving myself more. And that's something that this journey 
has taught me so much, this journey of creative entrepreneurship, is that am I willing to love myself even through the hardships? Am I willing to love myself even through the failures? Uh, quote unquote failures. Like feeling like I failed by external measures. Whether it's not making a lot of money or not having a lot of subscribers or not having XYZ, you know, it's very easy to fall into the trap of feeling like you have failed somehow. But I ask you to reorient your definition of failure as well. And if you are honoring your heart, if you're staying true to yourself, if you're following your bliss and you're taking risks in yourself, then how have you failed? How have you failed? It's like people think, oh, but if I start my business and it doesn't take, it doesn't take off, then I, I will have failed and it'll be really embarrassing and I'll just feel really ashamed and I don't want to try because it's too scary. It's because you have this idea of failure in your head and I can only teach this and talk to you about this because I've experienced it in real time, you know, this feeling of, why do I feel like I failed? Why am I being hard on myself for things that are beyond my control, really? And to get more to the root of, well, why are you starting your business? Why are you an artist? Why are you creating things? Because it came from here? Because you wanted to, just for the sake of it? Not to get to some end goal, not to get certain results? And that's what this journey has taught me so much of. I've got so much experience from from doing this and cultivating this lifestyle for myself that I'm really excited to share with you on this channel more and more and that's why I rebranded and I want to be talking about light artistry because I I want to be activating and inspiring up-and-coming creative entrepreneurs and light workers who want to share their gifts and their creativity and their intuitive gifts with the world I'm gonna have some lavender. Would you like some lavender? I always put this on my pillow before bed at night. It's lavender essential oil. And then I ask my boyfriend, do you want some lavender? And he's always like, no, because I don't think he likes the smell, but I'm just always like, do you want some lavender? <laughs> Would you like some lavender? <laughs> mm. And you know, when I, when I come outside, this has turned into a, a groceries episode. This is my, like my long, cosy chats. I didn't intend for it to be this way, but we roll with it. But it's times like this when I, when I come outside, I'm in the sun and I'm in, in nature and I'm just talking and speaking what's on my heart that I feel the most contented, honestly. Like, I don't need anything else right now. I really don't. I mean, this view is beautiful. This view is beautiful. This felt like a very, something that felt very alive for me to, to talk about right now. Um, for you to get to know me a bit more. But yeah, I, what this has really taught me of owning nothing, like physically owning nothing and, and not having much is, is how to still love myself and how to still have compassion for myself and to still see my greatness and trust in myself even when there is not much to show for it in the physical form 
and I'm really grateful for that. I'm really grateful for that because it's really helped me to recrystallize why I do what I do. And that's something that if you're if you're a creative and you want to start sharing yourself more with the world, I want to just tell you, just be very careful not to get too disillusioned by likes, other people telling you your work is great, other people validating you, people commenting on your posts, people following you, getting loads of money, you know, popularity. Because all of this, I call it fool's gold. I call it fool's gold. It's like this thing we've been told is going to make us feel like really satisfied if we finally made it. But you've already made it, okay? You can decide that. So I decided for myself, I've already made it. I'm sitting on this hill and nature reminds me to just get back to simplicity and just enjoy things as they are. And I just, this world is so beautiful. Like, look at this. I know I've already shown you it, but I want to show you again. Just look at that. Look at that, folks. Beautiful England. <laughs> and when I was in England, um, we have this phrase, oops. We have this phrase that's called sl slagging off. When you slag something off, it means you're talking about it behind its back, basically, and saying not bad things about it. But when I was in Mexico, I was really slagging off England, saying, you know, oh, I don't, I just didn't really like it there because obviously the whole C word stuff was going on and everyone was just like following along with what's going on. And the energy there just felt very depressing because uh, I was just frustrated with the, the concept of lockdown and what it was doing to people. Um, but yeah, I've just, since coming back here and, and traveling more and doing these house sits around the countryside and I've just realized, you know, um, I can enjoy myself wherever I go. It, it really is a state of mind. And I don't, as a nomad, I don't want my happiness to be conditional on where I am in the world because that's a very, that's another fool's gold trap is that, oh, well, if you, if you go there or you move here or you live in this kind of house, then you'll be happier. But it's like, yes, of course we can have our preferences. Like, of course, maybe you'd rather live in a beautiful villa than a shed. <laughs> oh, that would be interesting. That'd be an interesting. I feel like gnomes, gnomes would live in sheds, wouldn't they? If I ever have my, a garden of my own, I'm going to make sure that I have my own shed for all my tools for gardening and things. And then I have a shed just for the gnomes with like tiny, I'm imagining it having like <laughs> tiny little bunk beds, kind of like you have in hostels, like a gnome hostel, tiny little bunk beds. And I imagine they'd be stacked really tall because obviously gnomes are very small. So you could probably fit quite a lot of gnomes in there. You could start like a gnome hotel. Maybe that's my life, my life's calling now actually you know what i'm gonna end this video because i'm gonna go make a gnome hotel and i don't think i want to do youtube anymore i've just realized it's shocking wow i need to process that <laughs> but anyways i don't know how we actually got talking about gnomes sometimes i really wish there was someone like next to me like a gnome to just remind me hey you went on this tangent but you were, t you were actually talking about this um Blimey, why were we talking about gnomes? I think I was talking about living a simple life and your happiness not being conditional on <laughs> where you are in the world. I don't know how gnomes got got um, taken into the picture. <laughs> 
But you see what I mean? Like, you can cultivate happiness anywhere. That's something else that I've really learned from spending a lot of my time alone. Of course, there's been periods of loneliness where I have felt very disconnected and isolated. Um, especially as I grew as a person evolved, a lot of friendships fell away and I went through a lot of grieving and guilt associated with that, of like following what felt true to my heart, even if it upset other people. Um, but that's really taught me that you can, you can really learn to be your own friend and entertain yourself like, like I did just now, you know? laughing with myself, just enjoying, enjoying my own company, enjoying this beautiful earth and really getting back to the simple things. Because what I've been really hearing lately is a lot of people saying, and this is coming from people that have a lot of money, if you are not happy when you don't have a lot of things and you're not grateful for the things that you already have, then how on earth do you expect to be grateful for the things that you want? to have when you get them and it's so true it's so true if you are if you are unable to self-soothe if you are unable to really show yourself love even when you feel down or you're going through challenges or you're going through frustrations or you're or like me you went through a feeling of failure especially as like an up-and-coming light worker I think a lot of people can feel this sense of failure like why is my business not taking off why why if this is my purpose my passion then why is it not going anywhere and those hidden in those experiences are very deep lessons that you're not here to to you are here to serve you are here to offer your creations and your your gifts up as an offering to the divine and the collective and sometimes our ego gets infused in that thinking you know I really just want people to like notice what I'm doing or I really want people to like validate my art and my work or I really want to get loads of money and that's what I've really been learning is that it's not really about me this isn't about me like what what I do of course I'm sharing my essence with you but it's not it's not really about me and attaining these these goals and these achievements um it's it's more so about connecting to my divinity and my capacity to love myself and be of service even when there are no external results but this has really shown me and taught me a lot about simplicity simplicity and finding pleasure in, in the little things because that's really I think that's where we find our our happiness and we find our sense of inner peace and a lot of my former videos were focused on you know the topics of self-love self-growth like how to accept yourself more but I realized that and this is going to be in the video about denial excuse me mm. um that I actually that's like a journey that I'm going on myself so I don't want to share any more teachings and and insights that I haven't fully at like a sufficient level managed to embody and integrate into myself because it just doesn't feel in alignment anymore like for me to share like ideas about self-love or ideas about self-growth that I haven't quite fully understood and integrated myself it's just knowledge it's just knowledge and that's what I realized my channel was becoming is like 
things that were, were coming to me and insights that I was having, but it wasn't like deeply integrated into who I am and coming from a deeper place within myself. So I wanted to share more about creativity and this journey of creativity, because I think it's such a beautiful avenue for us to explore more of ourselves, your capacity to feel confident in yourself, to express yourself, to align more with the authentic you that already lives inside of you. And honestly, I don't really wanna be teaching about just the business aspect of it. I wanna be teaching people how to, how to express themselves more, really. How you can express yourself more and love yourself for that. How you can really appreciate the unique qualities that you have and enjoy the creative process. See what it brings alive for you. You know, melting away those layers of self-consciousness of what other people will think. I've done so much shedding and still have to do lots of shedding in that aspect, in that regard. But it is, it is really, I do call it a sacred pilgrimage. Creativity and creative entrepreneurship because it's going to teach you so much about yourself. It's going to teach you so much about yourself. How much you trust in yourself and believe in yourself and accept your weird, wonderful self in all of its glory. And that's what I desire to evoke within people, is this feeling of freedom that they feel more free and more liberated to express their weird and wonderful self in all of its glory. And also start to, to generate and accept wealth for that. So they can make beautiful art in this world and share themselves with this and their essence with the world. That's what I want. <laughs> that's what I really want. So that's why I'm a light artistry coach. More specifically, I am your empress of light artistry. Hmm. And I'm excited. I'm very excited. And right now I just want to stare at the clouds. I want to lay down and look at the sky. So I'm going to wrap it up here. But through all the trials and tribulations and the, the spiritual lessons that are unpackaged and enclosed as these difficult challenges that have transpired. Um, I've always seen them as invitations deeper into myself. Invitations deeper into who am I? What is my essence? What is my truth? Like, what is actually real for me in my heart? And how can I get closer and closer to that so that I can serve more powerfully in the world? So thank you, thank you for being here, thank you for being here, I love this, this channel and I love, this will always, this will always supersede anything, is my love for speaking, my love for speaking and my love for expressing and my love for this channel, it, it always outweighs everything like I'll try like dancing singing all these different other creative things which I also love but this is my dharma this is my this is my soul's purpose and I just know it I know it so deeply in my heart that I fucking love doing this and I'm going to continue to do this until until my voice no longer works and that's reminded me of the episode of Spongebob 
where he gets a vo his voice box removed. And he can't do his laugh anymore, and I think Squidward... I've got vague memories of this. I think Squidward is really happy that Spongebob can't laugh anymore. And there's his little voice box in this little um, jar. And it's like this little squiggly thing. Anyways, now that you have that mental picture of a squiggly thing in a jar to give to the gnomes at the gnome hotel, T little lit in brackets TM, trademark, because I've just trademarked the gnome hotel. You can't copy me and you can't do that, unfortunately. So anyone else, anyone out there who wants to start a gnome hotel, you're not allowed. You're not allowed because I'm going to be the first. <laughs> I'm going to be the first to make a gnome hotel, okay? <laughs> oh, I wonder what currency, I wonder what currency they would pay in. Please comment down below if you know what currency gnomes would pay in. Would they pay in flowers? Would they have like a little gnome coin kind of like a bitcoin but for gnomes maybe i'll maybe i'll ask and send that question out into the ether what currency do gnomes use and we shall await an answer perhaps i will answer in a future video anyways Thank you for being here. I really appreciate it. I appreciate if you watched all of this and if there's any part that resonated with you, if there's anything you want to share about your own journey, your own journey as an artist or just anything, anything that's on your heart right now, please let me know in the comments. Let's connect. Let's connect. And you can also connect with me more on Instagram at relightwithcat. I would really love to hear from you. And also, if you would like to work with me as well and receive this juicy wisdom that I hold, then you can also get in touch. Uh, maybe send me a DM on Instagram or you can go to my website. I've got a fancy new website now, thanks to my rebrand. And I designed all of my website myself and I feel really happy with it. I think it looks really beautiful and is really representative of my essence and my creative capacity right now so that's www.gnomehotel.com i'm joking <laughs> it's www.relightwithcat.com and on there you can find all of my offerings i have an activation ceremony that is available right now this is a new line of work that i'm doing where i sing to you well i actually summon the frequency of the lioness and she enters your field of knowing and we do movement, breathing, and meditation, and really connect and realign with that archetype of the lioness that lives inside of you to activate more courage, confidence, self-expression. So you can find that on my website, or a tarot and tea transmission, which is my version of a tarot reading. And you can go find more information about that on my website, um, and also about my one-to-one -one coaching if you'd like to work with me in a more intimate container. But other than that, I think that's everything and I'm really, I'm just really excited. I'm really excited to share more. I'm really excited to share from this more embodied, heart-centric way. It's like, it just feels more casual. It feels more cosmic, cosmically casual in the sense that 
we're just we're just vibing that's all that's happening here we're just vibing like i don't wish for people to come to my channel just to like get a little tidbit of info i mean if you want to that's great but what we're here to do is cultivate connection and resonance and resonance and, and inspiration from one another so thank you for sticking around i love you i love you thank you thank you thank you i'm gonna stare at the clouds and chill out yeah have a beautiful day and i will see you next time bye